0: Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him God's good. Hallelujah. He sure is. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Lord bless all of you. It's such a privilege once more to be here at home. Amen. This is home for me. Hallelujah. And I thank God that uh, I can call Family Life Center home. Amen. It's always a big part of my life, my family's life. and, And we thank the Lord for the opportunity that we have today to come and to minister. And also just to be here, hallelujah, amongst God's people with our pastor, Brother Hernandez, and his family. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. Such an inspiration to us, encouragement, and uh, we can't thank the Lord enough for our pastor. Amen. Thank God for a good pastor. Hallelujah. And I also thank the Lord tonight. Uh, my wife is here with me. Amen. I better have Sister Perry and all four of my children could be here tonight and all of you friends amen all the friends we have here i I could sit up here and just go on and on and on name them all amen all all of y'all are friends and we thank the lord for that the ministerial body that's here church you are blessed amen you are blessed hallelujah my wife told my son something today because he was saying that uh You know, when he was in children's church, he asked there's children's church tonight. My son Joseph and my wife says, "Uh, yeah, but you're too old to go to children's church now. He says, you know, when I was in children's church, I wanted to get out of children's church and go to the big chapel. But now that we're over there, amen, and and Oxnard, he goes, I wish I was in children's church. And, And that's the way it is a lot of times. You don't know what you have until you lose it.
1: You don't appreciate what
0: you got. But we don't want to do that tonight. Amen. I said we don't want to do that tonight. We want to appreciate what God has given us. Amen. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. We need to appreciate what God has given us. And thank Him for it. Because we don't want to lose it. mm mm No way. And, um, there's so much I could say today. And, uh. Your prayers and your support, praying for us and coming by and visiting us there in Port Wainini at Revival Tabernacle. Every time you come, and, and the church has been so good, and coming down supporting us in our revivals and pastor and helping us. Uh, from the bottom of my heart, and on behalf of the church also, we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much. We love you. and We appreciate you. Amen. So much. And we need your prayers. We need your prayers. So we need your fellowship. Amen. We need it so much. We, we don't ever, amen, want to uh, drift away from this church. Amen. We want to stay as close as we can, praise God, to the mother church. Amen. Because this is where we get our inspiration. And this is where we gather a lot of strength from this church and from you and from our pastor and And just keep us in your prayers. Would you do that for us? Amen. Would you keep us in your prayers? Amen. Because what we are is just an extension of this church. Amen. We're just an extension of this church. Amen. Revival Tabernacle is part of Family Life Center. Amen. I said it's part of Family Life Center. Praise the Lord. So it's your church too. And so pray for us and The Lord will continue to help us and and lead us and guide us to do His work. Praise the Lord. Would you stand this evening? Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bible with you, open with me to Jeremiah, the 40th chapter. hallelujah. Praise the Lord. When we come to preach here, you know, we wrestle with ourselves about what we're going to preach. Amen. But I believe tonight, amen, we, it may not be what I want to preach, but it's what the Lord wants me to preach. Amen. Somebody tonight needs to hear, amen, what God has put in our heart tonight. Praise the Lord. The 40th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Beginning at verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord after Nebuchadnezzar the captain of the guard, had let him go from Ramah, where he had taken him bound in chains among all that were carried away captive of Jerusalem and Judah, who were taken as exiles to Babylon. And the captain of the guard took Jeremiah and said to him, The Lord your God pronounced evil upon this place. Now the Lord has brought it about and has done as he said. It is because you of Judah have sinned against the Lord and have not obeyed his voice. Therefore this thing has come upon you. Now see, I am freeing you today, Jeremiah, from the chains upon your hands. If it seems good to you to come with me into Babylon, come, and I will keep an eye on you and look well after you. But if it seems bad to you to come with me to Babylon, then do not do it. Behold, all the land is before you, wherever it seems good, right, and convenient for you to go. Go there. While Jeremiah was hesitating, Mm -mm -mm. he thought about it. It sounds like you thought about it for a while. The captain of the guard said, Go back then, amen, to Gilead, the son of Hekanem, son of Saphan, whom the king of Babylon made governor over the cities of Judah, and dwell with him among the people. Or go wherever... It seems right to you to go. So the captain of the guard gave him, amen, an allowance of food and a present and let him go. Hallelujah. And while Jeremiah was hesitating, praise the Lord, amen. Tonight I want to preach to you for a few moments, amen. When he said, Wherever it seems good, right, and convenient. Praise God. Let's go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Jesus, we thank you tonight for your word. Lord, we need you so much, God. God, we need your anointing. That your anointing would prevail upon your servant, God. Because it's your anointing that breaks the yoke, Lord. It's your anointing that touches the heart and ministers. God,
1: other, if we didn't have your anointing, we'd be simply a sounding brass or a
0: tinkling cymbal. And we don't want to do that tonight, Lord. We want to hear from you, God, more than anything else. That's why we're asking for your anointing tonight, God. Bless your servant, Lord, myself, with your anointing. Anoint my lips and my mind and my heart, Lord. Anoint each and every individual that's here tonight, every visitor, God. Let your spirit prevail, let your word prevail, Lord, in our hearts. Hallelujah. That we may do that which is right tonight. In the name of Jesus we pray. Everybody say in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor, amen, and tell them, I want to do what is right. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. I'm reading a course from the translation of the NIV Bible and uh, I like the way it states this brings up this verse and as we read here this captain of the guard told Jeremiah man that uh, to do the thing that was right he had to go back to Babylon with him says if you do I'll take care of you over there. you ain't got nothing to worry about Jeremiah you go to Babylon, I'll take care of you. I'll make sure everything's going to be alright for you in Babylon. Amen. If you stay here, he says, that's fine. He told him, amen, do that which is good, right? And then he said, convenient for you. And the Bible says that when he told him that, Jeremiah hesitated. He was thinking about it. For a while, to the point where the uh, the guard had the captain of the guard told him, You know what, why don't you just stay here? This is where you belong. <laughs> Amen. It wasn't Jeremiah that said, I want to stay here. He was thinking about it. Amen. He was thinking about it, he was hesitating. Praise the Lord. Told him, Do that which is right, good, Amen, and convenient. Now, convenient. What does convenient mean? Suited to one's convenience. Near at hand, something that is near at hand. Something that's made easy is convenient. Hallelujah. Something that accommodates you. Praise the Lord. It accommodates you. It doesn't infringe upon your lifestyle. It doesn't cramp your style, in other words, or make anything uncomfortable for you. It's convenient for you. Hallelujah. That's what convenience means. Amen. This is something that manufacturers and businesses today, uh, all over the world, capitalize on. Convenience. Because... They understand that we are creatures, amen, of comfort. We are creatures of comfort. We like comfort. We like the easy way. If we have a choice in the matter to choose the hard way or the easy way, more than likely 99.9% of the time, We're going to choose the easy way. Because we are creatures of comfort. Amen. We like comfort. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, I like comfort. Oh yeah, yes I do. Hallelujah. We are creatures of comfort. And so the manufacturers and the businesses of today, they they understand this about human nature. And they capitalize on this, amen. They always use buzzwords. They're called buzzwords in advertisement, Uh, amen. Um, They uh, talk about things and, amen, they say it's faster. Something that's easier, amen. And more convenient for you. And those words catch our attention something that's easier, something that's faster. Oh my God, everybody wants something that's easier. Everybody wants something that's faster. Everybody wants something that's going to accommodate them. So they capitalize on that and sure enough, if they put that on their product, people are going to buy it. Praise the Lord. Because we are creatures of comfort. Somebody say amen. It's undeniable today. That's just our makeup. Everybody wants to take the easy way. Nobody wants to go the hard way. Praise God. Nobody wants to go the hard way. Nobody wants to do things the hard way. If you can find an easier way to do something or to accomplish something, amen, the majority of us, amen, will take the easy route, amen, to try to obtain what we want. Because we are creatures of comfort. Amen. Hallelujah. This is a pampered generation that we live in today. Whew. My God. We don't know how easy we have it today. We've got it made in the shade today. So to speak. Somebody here know what I'm talking about? My God, you know sometimes the wives complain that my laundry's all backed up and I got so much wash to do. And I remember as a young boy watching my great grandmother, Amen, behind her house uh, with a scrub board, Amen, and a big old bucket, uh, Amen, washing clothes there. You know, washing clothes on a scrub board there. And then having to drive them on a line. and Man, that was how they used to wash clothes. And, and nowadays, to wash clothes, it's just the push of the button. Amen. And pour in the soap. And the machine does all the work. Somebody say, praise the Lord. Thank God for washing machines. Hallelujah. My God. Amen. Women would go on strike today, man. They had to wash clothes like that. It's easy today, hallelujah. It's convenient today to do a lot of things. They're constantly striving to make things easier for us. And this is why today, in the world that we live in that is so high tech and so advanced and is always looking for an easier way and This is one of the reasons why this generation is so pampered, amen, and so spoiled. They want the easy way to do things because we've been programmed like that. And this generation today is that type of a generation They don't want anything, amen, that looks hard or or looks difficult. Uh, They're looking for the easy way. Uh, They're looking for, amen, the way that's comfortable. Uh, They're looking for the way that accommodates uh, them and their lifestyle and their time schedule, amen. Uh, Because we're living in a pampered generation today. Can somebody say praise the Lord? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Don't feel all guilty. Amen. Amen. That's just the way it is. Everybody wants the easy way. And when something like, amen, giving their lives to God comes along, amen, it's not so easy. Hallelujah. This is why many Because we are creatures of comfort and we want to take the easy way, but the Bible and the Word of God tells us, Amen, that there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Hallelujah. The easy way, Amen, is the way of death. The easy way is not the way to even though it seems right, even though it feels right, but at the end of it, amen, is destruction. At the end of it, there is death, amen, but it seems so right because it's the easy way. Somebody say, praise the Lord, amen. But this is what God had to say about this in Isaiah 55, verse 6. He said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God. For he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways, amen, your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heaven are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, amen. And my thoughts than your thoughts, praise the Lord, hallelujah. That's what the Lord says, destruction. God's way, amen. Hard for us to comprehend it and to fully understand it until, amen, we try it. shall turn away from the faith. Praise God. He says there's going to come a time, Timothy, when people will not want to endure sound doctrine anymore. There's going to come a time where people won't want to hear the truth because the truth, amen, may not fit their lifestyle, may not accommodate, amen, the way they live, and there's gonna be a time where people will not endure sound doctrine. In other words, there's gonna be people that are gonna depart from the truth. There are. They're going to go to preachers that are going to tell. the largest United Pentecostal church in their organization. But there was a movement that came through during that time that was popular called the Latter Rain Movement. And Ray Hookstra, amen, got caught up in that movement the easy way. Amen. And he left the truth. And today you know him as Chaplain Ray, once a preacher who preached the truth. Amen. But he didn't want the truth. He went for the easy way. You see, because the easy way is the popular way. Amen. The easy way is the popular way. Amen. Everybody will like you when you go the easy way. Amen. When you go God's way, not everybody's gonna like you. Not everybody's gonna accept you. Not everybody, amen, is gonna want you around. Because your life, amen, is preaching a message to them. Your life is com- preachers amen they all went the easy way and there's a lot more you're gonna hear about before this thing's over hallelujah there's a lot more people you're gonna hear about what about the grand quest amen amen what about them what about those there's a lot of people the bible says amen in the last days Amen. A lot of people are not going to endure. They're going to leave the truth. They're going to depart from the faith. Amen. They think that there's an easier way. But it's a deception and a lie from the devil. Falling to the left and to the right. Brother Perry, that sounds negative. No, it ain't the truth. It's the truth. I'm telling you, it's the truth. And it makes some people wonder, well, he was so powerful. He was so great. Amen. But you know what he wanted? He wanted popularity. That's what he wanted. Amen. He was seeking. uh, Preachers are seeking for popularity. Amen. There's a message I'm going to preach one of these days. Amen. A preacher for hire. Preachers for hire. There's a lot of people, amen, uh, that are selling out uh, the truth, amen, uh, for a lie. For an easier way today. uh, Because uh, it's more accepted. It's more accepted. My God, if we started preaching, amen, that you can look like the world, act like the world, and all that matter what was in your heart, my God, next month you would have to move out of this building, amen, because people would flock here. Hallelujah. Because that's accepted today. That's what people want to hear. You can do what you want to do. Live the way you want to live. Amen. And you're still I'm telling you, church, it's the truth that's going to make you free. It's the truth that's going to keep you saved. The Bible says, it shall be like the day of Noah and the last days. They shall be eating and drinking and giving and marriage and so on. But there's something there. To, amen, that generation of Noah hallelujah, there's something there that's even a little bit deeper, that amen seemed to be that stereotyped, amen or labeled that generation it was a generation of, we don't want to hear it we don't want to hear it hallelujah because as Noah was building that ark for 120 years before the flood came. There would be crowds that would come and gather to see Noah building the ark. They would come maybe to mark, uh, mock him or maybe just come to see how far along, amen, the ark was coming. And when the crowd gathered around, Noah would put down his hammer and his saw and he would stand up there, amen. And he would begin to preach the truth to them. He would begin to preach, amen, that they needed to repent of their sins. generation of, we don't want to hear it. Hallelujah. And that's the kind of generation, amen, that we're living in today, even within the church That spirit, amen, is creeping in to many churches. Amen. People don't want to hear it no more. They don't want to hear about holiness. They don't want to hear about separation. They don't want to hear about preaching against worldliness. They don't want to hear about consecration and prayer and fasting and being right with God. They don't want to hear that. They just want to come to church and for the preacher to give. Big. sinner told him that. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then he says, you know what, Jeremiah? I tell you, I like you. You're an all right guy. He says, do you want to go to Babylon with us? He unchanged him. See. Do you want to go to Babylon with us? I'll tell you what, I'll tell I'll make sure everything's all right. You come to Babylon with us. I'll make sure you get your three squares every day. And i get you a nice bed. You don't have to sleep on that floor no more. Ooh, that sounded good. He says, uh, But he says, uh, Or else you can stay here and suffer with the people of God. You can stay here and preach to them still. The people of God. See, that's what God had called them to do. You can stay here and still work with these people and try to get them right with God if you want to. But it's going to be rough. It's going to be tough. You know, because these people don't want to hear you in the first place. Amen. It'd be a whole lot easier for you just to go down to Babylon. You know, you can serve the Lord over there. There ain't nothing wrong with all that. Amen. You can pray and, and live for God there. You can live for God in Babylon. You can live for God in the world. You can live for God. Amen. Hallelujah. Doing the things of the world. Still do that? What's wrong with the charismatics? They're gonna go to heaven too. They love God, amen. You know what's wrong with doing the things? What's wrong with it? with doing? Long as you love God in your heart and you're thinking about it, amen. Well, yeah, that's right. I don't know. You know, maybe I still can. The Bible says that Jeremiah. You know what? You just better stay here. The sinner told him, you need to stay here. The sinner had to set Jeremiah straight. Tell him you need to stay here. Amen. And be here with your people and preach the truth. Hallelujah. You don't belong in Babylon. Or no way, church tonight. Uh, Amen. It's gotta be God's way. Uh. It's your pastor tonight. Our pastor tonight knows, amen. Maybe we don't feel like we used to feel about worthiness. Oh, my God. Maybe, amen, those convictions are slowly but surely, amen, drifting away. But I want to tell you tonight...